All hail Thomas Harley and Matt Duchesne does it again. The best value in the National Hockey League, folks, as they connect once again for the overtime winner to take down the Canucks 4-3. to Let's talk about this one next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer, 105 Through the Fan, and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Back-to-back overtime wins for the Dallas Stars on home ice as Thomas Harley and Matt Duchesne connect once again for the OT winner. This time, it's Harley returning the favor to Duchesne. He goes tweeners on Thatcher Demko, and the Stars pick up a full two points against a very good Canucks team and are in first place in the Central Division. Thomas Harley is emerging as a young superstar right before our eyes, and Matt Duchesne continues to be dominant. What a free agent signing. Thank you, General Manager Jim Neal. We should bow down to you, plus the drafting of Thomas Harley. <laughs> it's been pretty remarkable. I'll give my takeaways on the game. Also talk about this very balanced attack for the Stars, which has uh, really led to a lot of success. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Thomas Harley is everything we could have hoped for in a young defenseman when he was drafted a few years ago. Man, he is so, so good. And yeah, he came into last night's game, a goal behind the league leaders in defensemen, and boom, he buries the game tire with less than five minutes to go in the third period to tie it at three. He now has nine goals on the season. What he is doing is so remarkable, Stars fans. Look, scoring nine goals in your first 28 games is an achievement already, but he's doing this up with some of the best defensemen in the game. Rasmus Dahlin, Quinn Hughes, Kale McCarr, Evan Bouchard, who gets tons of power play time, and he's doing it with almost six minutes less of ice time. That is incredible. Darlene and Hughes, McCarr, are playing over 24 minutes of hockey game. Harley is just over 18. And yes, he's getting a bit more of ice time here as of late because they need it. And the more you play Harley with Miro, good things happen. Case in point, the game-tying goal. Vancouver wins the faceoff in their own zone. They try to horseshoe it around. Miro's like, Oh, no, you don't. I'm going to hold this in. Robertson feeds Harley, and then he buries it five-pole. Uh, Stars scored three of their goals between the, the the legs of Demko. They certainly had a key on that, and Demko's been so good against the Stars in his career. I think he's 7-0. and uh, He hands them their first loss. Man, Harley has been so good. Nine goals, six assists. That's 
15 points now in the first 28 games for the young 22-year-olds. And he's still on his rookie deal. He's going to earn himself a sweet payday, and he certainly deserves it. Him and Miro are going to be on the blue line together for years to come, and he could not have asked more out of Thomas Harley this season. Man, he just has a knack for finding soft spots and really driving the play. Uh, he, he drives it more than Miro in a lot of ways because he has a more innate ability to 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 score. He, he wants to score when it's on his stick. Miro is always going to defer first. And and that's a good thing too. Look, <laughs> not here criticizing Miro. Picked up two assists last night. He has twenty third uh, twenty three points uh, on the season, and he's going to comfortably climb into the top ten. I think by middle of January. M- Miro's been so good recently. He graded out so good in the game too. Ended up being the highest at three point zero five. His expected goals forward one point five three, highest in the game. He was all over the place. But having a sidekick like Thomas Harley, and look, I've been on this train. His ceiling, I think, is just as high as Miro. And man, it is such a luxury to have two guys like that on your blue line. It's a shame they don't have more around them, but right now it's been so good. Let's let's segue into Matt Duchesne now. I, I know I bark this all the time, but he is the best bargain in the National Hockey League. I'm going to give this some context too. Duchesne's earning $3 million, of course. Uh, some other guys that are earning... $3 million. Martin Natchez over in Carolina, 23 points in 32 games. Not too bad. He's about the only one that's close to Matt Duchesne in terms of points <laughs> with uh, that value. Anthony Duclair, who's actually a very hot trade topic right now over in San Jose. And look, it is the Sharks. They struggle to score. He doesn't have a ton of help either. But 11 points in his first 28 games. He just has six goals. But he does have some scoring touch. Uh, He had 58 points uh, a few seasons ago in Florida. But Matt Duchesne is worth every stinking penny. 11 goals, 18 assists. He's now 29 points. (laughs) He's one off the team lead. And... Man, uh, it's just, it's so, it's so refreshing to have a guy that can just make things happen all the time. He was dancing in overtime, man, just ooze and awes of the crowd stops and starts. He, he, he is the epitome of buying yourself time and space and making others better around him. Look at Tyler Sagan for sakes. I mean, he's up to double digits and goals now. He's got 10 as they scored off the rush to tie the game at one in the first period. I mean, Duchesne is just worth his value, not even just the points, but just making Sagan relevant again. <laughs> uh, and it, it's it's been just so refreshing to have somebody like that. Man, um, and, and he's so good in the dots. He plays a strong defensive game too much better than I ever thought. And Duchesne and Harley connecting again. I mean, that stretch pass in OT was just phenomenal. After Wedgwood, by the way, let's give Wedgwood some flowers. I'll touch on him a bit more too in just a moment. But Wedgwood stops the two-on-0 on Pedersen. Big credit to Miro. Of course, he had the turnover up the ice. He... Went balls to the walls to get back to break up what would have been just a tap in. Uh, I believe it was Joshua. So it forced Pedersen to shoot it. Wedgwood was able to make the stop. And then Harley, just a screamer, 
behind Quinn Hughes, of all people, like probably your Norris Trophy winner this year, puts it right on the tape of Duchesne off the bench, uh, and, and he makes no mistake of it. Here's some more uh, about Matt Duchesne on the season. Now leads the NHL with six game-winning goals. He has a knack for the clutch, that's for sure. Uh, leads all players with new teams this season with 29 points. No surprise. Matt Duchesne is on his third point streak of five-plus games this season. <laughs> I mean, just so, so easy for him. Uh, and look, uh, he, he has tried Texas on his stick. Oh, he's tried Texas. Um, the whole state's going to be bowing down to Matt Duchesne because he is the X factor. He's the X factor. I thought he could be coming into the year. Did not see him having this big of an impact and being this effective this early. Um, I mean, it's 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 incredible, and I, I'm speechless half the time uh, watching what he does on a nightly basis with Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchment. They're the, the the best line on the team. They had another really, really good night. No surprise there from that trio. Uh, they just get scoring chances after scoring chances. Uh, the, the thing I really love about that line is, too, they don't do a lot of dipsy, doodle, nifty, little in-and-out pass, short passes out the zone. They just, they're get it out, get it in, make things happen off the rush. And what makes the line so effective too, because Matt Duchesne is driving the play, they don't have to play as much dump and chase because Duchesne is so good at using his body and shielding away and holding on to the puck possession-wise. So now you're not relying on Sagan to be that guy that's driving your line. Duchesne can do that, and now Sagan can get to his spots where in past with Sagan, Marchment, and then you name it, whoever else is kind of completing the trio, even Max Domi, you're forced to play a little bit more of a dump and chase game. Sagan's doesn't have the step he used to. Marchment is a big physical guy, but look, he's not great in his puck retrieval either. Duchesne eliminates that. He eliminates it. Now Marchment and Sagan just need to be in the right spot. Let 95 go to work. You be in the right spot. He's going to get you the puck. Good things will happen. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, such good stuff for Matthew Shane, uh, 11 goals now on the season. And, uh, he connects on the OT winner, had the beautiful pass on Monday against Seattle. Uh, and then he just goes trainers on Dimco off a, a really great pass. Overtime was incredible. Uh, and very, very good, good Canucks team. Uh, and it, it felt like when the Stars now played a contender, they haven't played many teams great, at least the best teams in the NHL. They, they played a very good Vancouver team, and it was very even. It was it was a fun watch. It was a fun watch between these two teams. I would not mind watching a seven-game series of those two clubs. Uh, would not at all. And that's uh, getting a bit ahead of myself, but uh, those are very two interesting teams. Very two. That's why I'm gonna give some of my overall takeaway, show some love to some more guys, and just overall thoughts on the game uh, yesterday as well. And we'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Matthew Shane could score 50 goals. He could help the Stars. 
hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And it's so easy to use the functionality of the app where you can connect with other fans. You can track, uh, not track, you can talk some trash is what I was trying to verbalize to some other fans. And you can also not just play daily fantasy hockey. You can do NFL. You got the NBA that's in full swing right now. College football, bowl season's happening. And you could win a hundred times bet on sleeper when you can pick studs like your Crosby's, your McDavid's, the McKinnon's of the world, and do sleeper projections like goal, uh, goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, whatever. Pick more or less if you correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You could win 100 times your bet on Sleeper. You heard me right, Stars fans. You could win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention, nail those picks, and you could start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get $200 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and with location availability. Wow, so back-to-back overtime wins for the Dallas Stars on home ice, and that is the first time that has happened, if my research skills are correct, a little over a year ago, and both of these games were on home ice as well, December 8th and December 10th of December uh, of 2022, I'm saying December too much, a 4-3 overtime victory over Ottawa, and then a day in between followed up by a 3-2 win over Detroit. So how about that? A little over a year ago before uh, since back-to-back overtime wins, and it was on home ice. Uh, Vancouver is such a good little young team, and they came out hot too. Uh, they definitely had the, the better of play in the first five minutes or so. I think really surprised uh, Dallas. They were caught on their heels a bit, but uh, a- after the, the Stars surrendered the first goal, they played really, really good uh, after that. I thought they had great responses uh, after all of the goals uh, they surrendered, and they certainly needed it uh, in order to at least push the game uh, past 60 minutes. Uh, I mean, the Sagan goal was so pretty, too. Duchesne just lays it out there in that one little stab from Sagan to go against the grain uh, against Demko, uh, and he's able to uh, light the lamp uh, for his 10th goal of the season. So Duchesne connects with him. Haskinen gets an assist. Uh, Haskinen had his fingerprints all over this one. He picks up a couple of assists. He's up to 23 points on the year. Uh, graded out the best star. Uh, Duchesne was right behind him too. Um, it, it, I, I thought there was just, a, a, it was a solid, consistent game from a lot of guys. Uh, I really did. Uh, Miro played the two-on-one horribly <laughs> in the in the first period, too, to allow that pass to Joshua and really kind of hung out Wedgwood to dry. But after that, uh, Miro was pretty good uh, in the contest. Uh, besides playing that two-on-one just completely horrible, <laughs> he, he was really good uh, after that. Uh, the top line connected for a beautiful goal, too. Uh, Ropes was so, so nice. His 11th goal of the season. Robertson with that just quick peek uh, uh, behind his shoulder and just feeds it. And then Ropes able to beat Demko uh, five-hole to get the job done. I thought the top line was really good, including Robertson and Rope Hints. Uh, I took a look at the, the finals. It, 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 they credit Robertson with nine 
shots on goal. So he's shooting the pill, uh, which is a good sign. Uh, obviously, he didn't cash in uh, in the goal department, but a couple of assists. He now leads the Stars with 20 assists this season, uh, and uh, he was really, really good in the contest, too. I thought him and Rope had a, a really, really nice game together. Uh, Pavelski picks up an assist. He's a plus two. Uh, he just continues to, to go to work. He's uh, now tied with Robertson for most points on the team with 30 points. But uh, just a, a few of my main takeaways are, are the Stars are playing a bit more consistent, at least over this past week or so. Uh, Ottawa, there, there wasn't so much of that. I think with the whole Otter situation, very weird game. They tried to carry that over to St. Louis, and, and there were some moments, but Monday against Seattle and now here against Vancouver, it, it just seems like they're hitting a stride. Maybe with Wedgwood and Net and having Otter down has perked them up a bit, but they're they're much much better in their defensive zone. Um, and granted, I thought Vancouver, uh, even though the the shots were very lopsided in the game. Uh, the Stars were in favor 36 to 20. And that first period, it was 16 to 6 in favor of Dallas. And Vancouver had like four shots, I think, in the first five to 10 minutes uh, of the frame. Vancouver did have the majority of high danger chances. It was much more quality of a 20 shots than I would say the 36 of Dallas was. Um, but uh, you have to give credit to uh, Dallas for limiting a, a lot of those shots. And, and they did good to to get in shooting lanes and, and get sticks in, uh, into uh, passing lanes too. Look, the power play for Vancouver is deadly. Quinn Hughes can whip that puck around, uh, and the Stars forced him to go 0 for 3. They went 0 for 3 on, on their job, but hey, it's a complete wash, uh, and that's a win at the end of the day, one of the a better power play units uh, in the National Hockey League. I, I, I thought they are doing so much better at breaking out of their own zone. They did get hemmed in, in some spots, but they've done much better at quelling some of those heavy four-check teams, and, and Vancouver's not one of them, uh, and maybe that's a part of the reason. Vancouver did so much off the rush, and they got so many chances um, off the rush in the game. They're not much of a dump-and-chase team, so to speak. Um, but uh, when they did, I thought Dallas did such a great job of finding outlets, getting the puck up the wall and out. Uh, they're not making as many stakes through the middle of the rink where they've gotten in trouble um, this season, just kind of throwing hope passes uh, and trying to make those short passes to find a center down low who's curling. Um, and, and a lot of things can go wrong. And, uh, and Vancouver kind of got caught in that trap in the first period where they were kind of feeding the stars on just giveaways because Dallas's pressure was really, really good. They weren't very physical, but they were forcing Vancouver to move the puck off their stick more quickly than, than they would have liked. And it did cause some turnovers and they got some offense out of it. Um, and, and that's uh, when Duchesne uh, really thrives. I thought the fourth line was phenomenal in that department too. Just getting pucks in deep besides uh, when Vancouver took a lead, when Craig Smith is dancing it uh, with it at the blue line. And he turns it over, and then it goes tic-tac-toe in the back of your net. Let's not turn the puck over at the blue line. Look, uh, the de defense was not very good the other way, but <laughs> sometimes the problem's up the ice. Uh, you got to figure that out uh, a bit. But I really like the fourth line. Foxa came back, and uh, he was really, really great. Just seven minutes of ice time for that trio, uh, but a 63% uh, Corsi 4 percentage. Uh, they just seem to have the puck on their stick more often than not. Uh, 049 uh 
goals uh, goals expected for for that crew too. They were really really effective when they were out there. You could tell DeBoer was trying to match them up uh, against uh, the Bluger line uh, because the Garland line was insane for Vancouver. <laughs> uh, Garland uh, with a goal and assist, three point two two game score. That line was all over the place. Joshua, I mean him and uh, Joshua again, chance after chance, they just could not have an answer for that line at, at all. But uh, Dallas is battling back and they're much tighter in their defensive zone. Those are some of my key, key takeaways. Uh, their ability to start playing down a bit uh, or, or not letting it snowball, so to speak, either, where, uh, you know, in a month, a, a month ago, Stars are just surrendering two goal leads like that. And, you know, they're kind of keeping it to one. Wedgwood is keeping them in it. Uh, and they just have much better responses after goals. Each time Vancouver, uh, you know, took a lead uh, or got some momentum, the Stars punched back. Uh, and that's a great sign, especially when you're down with less than five minutes to go in the third period where you need to find a way to scratch away a point. Vancouver's on the end of a four-game road trip, they're probably tired. They're thinking, man, we're going to get out of here with a win. We got outshot. Maybe we don't deserve to win, so to speak, uh, but we may get out of here. And then a great hold by uh, Miro, and then Harley does the rest to beat Demko 5 full. and you grab that momentum right back, and you carry that into overtime, uh, and you finish the job. Uh, they finish the job against a very good team. Um, and that's something we, we probably could not say here. <laughs> uh, it, at least it feels like in the last two or three weeks or so. Um, they're just playing a more consistent brand of hockey, uh, which is very, very encouraging. Uh, and if this keeps up, uh, I think the, the stars are in good business. They're finding something now with each line. Uh, it, it's a more of a balanced attack, which I really want to get into here uh, to, to finish this one off, just because it's, it's coming from everywhere. Uh, not all the lines have been humming at once. And look, that's a really rare sight to get in general, but it seems like when everybody's going, uh, that's when you're going to play your best hockey. They're certainly not, but you can get hit in many different areas and uh sometimes you just need your best players to be your best and i think we're starting to see that from the harleys the miros now duchene who's certainly one of the best players um and, and pav and robertson continue to their continue to do their thing um man it's it's fun fun hockey to watch that was a, a fun game and two of the best games of the year i think in this week i i mean what a lead up <laughs> into uh the christmas break and uh into tomorrow uh, against Nashville. Uh, I really want to kind of do a deeper dive here on this balanced attack for the Dallas Stars and why this is going to cause so much success for them. I think it's going to have a little correlation to causation sort of thing come playoff time. Uh, and let's get into that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust skits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, 
your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Motors, guaranteed fit, by the way, only available to U.S. customers. So the Stars are now in this kind of heaven, so to speak, where <laughs> they have multiple guys with double digits in goals this season. Uh, stay with me here. Joe Pavelski, 13 goals. Robertson, 10. Duchesne Hints with 11. Sagan and Marchment with 10. That is one, two, three, four, five, six different players on the Dallas Stars with 10 goals or more. Harley's about to join them. I mean, just give it till Saturday. I'm sure he'll have 10. Uh, one of the uh, one of the few teams in the National Hockey League, they're the only one, <laughs> with, uh, with six guys in double-digit scoring. And they become so balanced now because they have four lines that can chip in. It was a miracle that Dodona, Ben, and Johnston didn't register a point in this one. I thought they were so good uh, and were a lot more eye-popping um, and effective than they have been recently. Uh, Dodonov, too, just shoots out of a cannon sometimes. I mean, it was a miracle he didn't end up with a goal. He probably should have had the game winner in the third period after the Stars tied it. He came flying down the left wing side. He pulled to the backhand, and it just rolled off his blade. He had a wide-open net. He beat Demko. He beat everybody, just could not find the empty net. Uh, but Ben Jadonov really had it going. Uh, Johnston is now into, what, a 12-game goal, uh, goal drought. It might be 13 now. Um, he's he's really struggling to find pay dirt. He's with nine goals uh, as well. But he, they were really, really good in the contest. Now the Stars have depth. They have depth. This is what we've been screaming for forever. Duchesne and Sagan now on this third line uh, with Sagan coming back to the, his bit of renaissance here. Uh, the top line is going to do top line things. They're not as dominant as they have been in seasons past. You've heard me say that already, but look, you have three of them in the top five of scoring. <laughs> They're not dominant, but Rope is almost a point a game. Robertson and Pavelski are almost a point a game. Uh, and uh, they've looked really, really good recently. Um, I, I think part of it, too, is the Stars are playing much better defensively that it's helping them play with a bit more margin of error. Uh, they've been much tighter, and they can allow their offense to do work. They're, they're really uh, playing uh, good defense and turning it into offense. They've been much better off the rush recently too, buying themselves some space. Uh, they were able to uh, really kind of get into some soft areas against Vancouver. And when, uh, when Vancouver was on their heels and trailing, uh, the stars made them pay, uh, which was a good sign. They made Demko very busy. Uh, I mean, not all the shots were high danger, so to speak. As I mentioned, I think Vancouver probably had uh, the more high quality of chances. Uh, the scoring chances in the game were uh, in favor of the Stars, 22 to 20. The high danger at five on five, they credit the Stars with 10 uh, to four uh, of the Canucks. Um, so uh, the Stars won that battle a bit, but uh, Vancouver had some great looks. Wedgwood, uh, it's, it's just, he's going to hold down the fort, man. He gives the Stars a chance to win every single time. He's going to hold down the fort until Otter gets back. And look, now you have a real reason to rest Otter. They may take longer because I was asked too, uh, you know, when is Otter going to come back? Well, it's week to week. I'm thinking maybe beginning of January. Look, if Wedgwood is playing like this on a night and a night basis, 
maybe you you take a few extra days. Um, or you actually start resting Otter like you say you wanted to, but really he's playing a lot. <laughs> so uh, Wedgwood's going to, to make this very interesting. It's never bad to have a little competition in your net. Look at Boston and the best tandem in the league with Swayman uh, and Olmark. That's what the, the type of net mining you want. Uh, and if Wedgwood continues to play at this level, the stars are going to be in good hands, but uh, I mean, it's just, there's so many different guys that the stars can attack you with. <laughs> and Robertson's having a down year in goal scoring. He's got 10 um, and, and he hasn't had that stretch. We're like, man, he can't miss the net. Uh, his shooting percentage is at 11%. He usually hovers around 14, 15, and that's incredible and remarkable for the amount of shots he has. Usually he leads the stars and shots this season uh, with 86. Pav has, has just been uh, a machine. Uh, of course, Sagan now with Duchesne uh, is finding the net. Uh, he's just plays such a good two-way hockey game. He has a, a plus-minus rating, a plus-four. Him and Duchesne uh, are up there. Duchesne with a, a positive 10. A positive 10. He leads the stars. Um, and look, I know plus-minus isn't uh, a statistic that uh, everybody loves nowadays. It's not the accurate way to, to grade a player. But uh, look, it, it, does tell, it does tell, I should say, a part of the story um, in this balanced attack. Uh, and now with the defense, just adding in production, Miro and Harley are exploding. Uh, Hawk and Pot and Lindell have been very, very uh, productive here in the month of December. I touched on that in an episode a few days ago. That is so, so key that these guys on the back end look, we know there's issues and there's some holes, but when they can jump up in the rush and add another layer to the attack, this team is better. They are going to be better when they're getting more offense out of their back end, and it just can't be Miro and Harley. Yeah, they're going to get a ton of ice time, and they're going to play the majority of special teams, but when those depth guys, your your, your bottom four, your bottom two pairing uh, can can chip in, man, it, uh, it does wonders for your squad. Ask Colorado, ask Vegas and has some of the best teams. Uh, and that's Vancouver, man. Myers was all over the ice. Hughes was up there. Ronick, they got a very talented young core. Uh, I know Myers is old now uh, and he's not really terribly old, but uh, he's up there. <laughs> uh, but they, they're going to be set for a long, a long time. I, I think both of these teams are. I, I think this is uh, a fun matchup between these two teams uh, and a real fun, really fun watch. So um, those are just a few of my takeaways um, and just how great. Uh, the stars have been at least in this week in the last two games, um, just, just being so balanced and battling back and pushing, um, and, and not just rolling over and taking a loss and picking up two extra points. Those are huge points. Look, the, the stars lost the central division last season because of overtime, frankly. Um, they're picking up these points. Those extra points are huge. Um, and they pick up a full four here. Uh, at home, and now you take on a national team that's uh, been very good. They've been very good this season, uh, and you'll be on the road a little afternoon Saturday game. Those Saturday games can get funky, and the Stars have either blown teams out or they've got blown out. <laughs> it feels like it can go either way, so uh, it'll be a fun one to take in as well on Saturday. Thank you once again for all the love and support throughout the week. I may have an episode for you out, uh, on Saturday after the uh, national game. I'll see what I get into. Don't know the plans with Christmas and everything. Um, but uh, I, I may get an episode out on Monday on Christmas. I don't know either. I'm not going to hold myself to that because of 
situations and plans and everything. But uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas. I hope you're enjoying it with your family uh, and spending time with your loved ones. Have a great holiday. I uh, hope you get everything you wanted on your Christmas wish, uh, Christmas list and, and all that good stuff. Uh, if I don't see you on Monday, I will certainly see you on Tuesday. So have a Merry Christmas, and we will see you next week. So long, Stars fans.